Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast joins us now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And, you know, Mike, uh, first off, we appreciate you joining us. But uh, second off, uh, Arkansas-Tennessee baseball. I'm an Arkansas guy. You're a Tennessee guy. So do we need to put some wagers down on this baseball series this weekend? <laughs> well, it's funny, John, because I, I just talked to, um, I don't know if you know Chris Lee over at Vandy Sports, but he covers baseball as well for uh, the entire SEC. And he kind of blew my mind when he told me that SEC baseball is even more competitive than SEC football. So, hey, whatever you want to put on it, I'm riding with the balls. I don't care where that game's at. Tony V, I, hey, it's been a disappointing season so far, but uh, I, I think no problem. Razorbacks, come on. Did, didn't Tennessee smoke Arkansas last year? Uh, I don't know if ever there's ever smoking. Yeah, I don't even know if they, <laughs> they played. Play, yeah, yeah. They play last <laughs> year. Come on, Mike, if you're going to be coming in with that. But, no, that's a hey, listen. We know, we know you're a football guy, man, and we get it. We understand it. We know that with spring games going on, I, I don't know how you feel about it. And maybe you've uh, – I'm sure you've talked about it on your podcast too. But I felt like there was a time spring games were actually intriguing and interesting and people actually bought into it. And now it just doesn't seem that's the case. And you see some coaches coming out and saying, you know what, wait, we should do some scrimmages with some in-state schools and try to at least change it up a little bit. But what are just your overall thoughts on spring games? And should, should they have some major changes happen to them? Well, I mean, I love them. I love any kind of football. I mean, they could scrimmage, uh, you know, Little Rock High or whatever. I'd watch it because I just love it so much. But I think the expanded coverage, and I, I realize most of these games are not on traditional television broadcast, but, you know, if you got the ESPN, SEC Network Plus, very easy and accessible to watch all these games. I think some of these coaches are terrified that uh, to reveal too much, to show too much, particularly with the transfer portal opening back up on Saturday. Uh, I, I mean, I, I certainly don't think that, you know, if you have a big spring game, you'll hop in the portal. But unfortunately, I mean, that's exactly what happened. If, I'm sure you remember Mike Woods. I mean, he looks tremendous in the spring game about a week later he was he was no longer part of the program so i guess that's part of it and to answer your question yeah anything to mix it up i would be in favor for and i i don't even think it has to be like a a true game like if arkansas and arkansas state played and they only left the starters in for the first half and you let all the backups all the young players play the, the entire second half i think that takes away you know trying to be to where sam Pittman somehow lost that game not that he ever would but if that were to happen you just say well heck we had our third quarterback in there who, who cares who won it I think that would make for a much more engaging uh, event in my opinion now Hugh Freeze at Auburn has been someone that has been outspoken about playing scrimmages but uh, from a standpoint of teams and schools that benefit most from spring games from a fan excitement standpoint Auburn is probably one of those that benefits most right now because of a coaching change. That seems to be when you get a large push from the fans with your spring game because of wanting to see, you know, what the new coach and coaching staff is bringing to the table. Well, I'll tell you, Joe, it's never great when immediately after a spring game in the press conference, what does Hugh Free say? He says, hey, we're in the portal business. I mean, what a, what a uh, you know vote of confidence for the current roster he has. And I don't know if you saw this. I threw this out there. I didn't even put any, you know, there was no judgment to this or anything. But if you just look at Auburn's passing stats, I don't know how many of you watched that game. 
It wasn't rain. They ran the ball 51 times. But their quarterbacks were like 5 of 12 for 30 yards. I mean, it was just god-awful. And maybe that's understandable that as soon as you have something like that, you have a Hugh Freeze saying, well, we're in the portal business. It, because they are, they're open for business. They have reps that are open at many key positions. And I, I think if nothing else, the spring game told us that, uh, yeah, Hugh Freeze, big name, a lot of respect. He's beaten Nick Saban twice. Yada, 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 we get all that. He's also lost to Vanderbilt twice. It's amazing how that does not get included in that conversation. But Auburn's got a long, long, long way to go. I don't care how excited they are. Speaking with Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. All right, Michael, let's talk a little bit about Arkansas and know that uh, you cover all the teams in the SEC. But just going into the spring game, what what is the headline? What is the thing you're most interested in? Is there some sort of particular specific thing that maybe you're looking forward to seeing this weekend in Fayetteville? Yeah, it's got to be the defense, John, because I got all the confidence in the world in KJ and Rocket Sanders and, and Dan Enos. Clearly, he's got the track record that we know he can put together. Um, I don't know if it'll be an elite offense, but with the pieces, you know that, that potential is there. So very little concern on the offensive side, aside from maybe receivers, which once again, they're getting buzzed that a, a retooled receiving core is coming on strong. So very little concern there. It's all about the defense for me. Because this team is, is only going to be as good as his defense coming together. And I, I like the, the hires they've made, but I just, I just don't know if they're an upgrade. And, and Sam Pittman has come out here and been very vocal that he loves the hires, but what else is he going to say? He's not going to sit here and trash the new guys he hired. And I don't know if you saw it, but I threw it out there. Just his comments from yesterday – I thought they were, you know, they weren't too bold or anything. He wasn't bashing the current, or excuse me, the former coaches that he had, but he just said, you know, I think to a man we're better. And told uh, Michael Scherer, the former linebackers coach, he didn't take too kindly to that. He responded, but quickly deleted it. So a little bit of drama there that I, that I think Razorback fans will be glad that's all behind us. We really got to see this defense take a step forward. And again, they don't have to be elite because the offense should be so good. They just have to take – they just can't be pathetic. They were pathetic at times last year, and that's what held us back from potentially contending for an SEC West title. Hey, hey real quick, Mike, I, I did not see the tweet. So do you remember what uh, what Michael Schur said or what was uh, said on his tweet? Yeah, I got it right here. He quickly deleted it. But, uh, I about uh, to say, I usually that's how it goes. But, yeah, I can't believe I didn't see this, man. Usually I'm on top of all the drama. Yeah, he sent it to me. So he, here's exactly what he said. You help people out and respect people, and they turn around and show you the real them. That was Michael Scherer in response to Sam Pittman saying that uh, you know the, the changes we made have been positive for us. Yeah, it's, it's always going to be about speaking up your guys that are currently there and uh, not to slight anybody, but it's always you know speaking up with the pe- people you're working with at that point. But uh, that is a big part of it. You know, it's not a new head coach in this stance, but you have two new coordinators with Dan Enos and, and Travis Williams. And, of course, Dan Enos has been there before, but that's a major change in the team with two new coordinators coming in. Yeah, and, you know, maybe something that uh, we're all taking for granted, Joe, we do respect Dan Enos. He's done it before. He's obviously done it before in the SEC at Arkansas and at Alabama. Um, I, I, I have very little reservations that K.J. Jefferson will 
thrive in the system. But that is something that we, we will have to monitor. And we're not going to get that answer in the spring game, but we'll get it in the fall. Because K.J., his entire college career has played under the same system, how does he thrive in a new system that maybe is a little less dependent on uh, you know, K.J. running it? Although, certainly, you got to imagine that, that's still going to be a big factor in, in the game plan. But that'll be something that we'll come to find out in the fall. That, uh, again, I mean, the season is, is probably only going to go as far as K.J. and company can take you. Uh, so th- that is a situation to monitor. But, but again, we're, we won't get that answer to the fall. So, Mike, uh, with the, the new coaches, which they've already hired, but it seems like it's especially on the defensive side of the ball, you mentioned they can't get much worse than what they were last year, at least in the passing game. Uh, the recruiting has really done a good job so far for the 2024 class. Uh, the transfers that they've gotten certainly seem like some bona fide dudes. Do you believe that Arkansas has upgraded in the coaches that they lost from last year to this year? Or is, are you still in wait-and-see mode? You're not going to believe anything until it actually happens on the field. Yeah, honestly, I'm still in wait-and-see mode, but I've said it before, I'll say it again. I mean, Lane Kiffin gets the title as the transfer portal king, I guess because he brings in 20, 25, 30 transfers a year. But the real portal king in the SEC is Sam Pittman because he's bringing in these guys and taking them from, you know, solid players to standouts in the SEC, turning them into NFL draft picks. He's going to do it again. The upcoming draft with Drew Sanders and Hazelwood and some of these others. So uh, it, it sounds like they're they're hitting jackpot with a lot of these transfers they're bringing in once again. So that does give me some hope. But, again, it, it's just so hard to uh, – I can't really say whether they've upgraded or not until we've seen it on the field, but I've, I've, I've told you this before, and, and I continue to say it. I think Travis Williams is going to be one of the best recruiters in the SEC, and that's been Arkansas's biggest issue, particularly on that defensive side of the ball, was not having the talent, not having the depth. And I think from a recruiting standpoint, it was a major upgrade. Sorry about that. <laughs> Every season you go into um... – you know, with unknowns for, for all teams because you have holes to fill. As far as positions for Arkansas, where do you see the biggest unknowns? Uh, probably the secondary still. I mean, I, and I know they've added some pieces. I, I mentioned the receivers, too. Uh, hearing good things about uh, Sopania and uh, the kid they brought in from, from Hillsdale. His name is, escapes me, but this will be the second year in a row. I mean, they're basically working in an entire new receiving court it worked well last season so i'm not doubting that they can can kind of retool that position group and, and turn it into a strength but they did have two of the top 10 receivers in the sec in terms of receiving yards both those guys off to the nfl that's that's a major um question mark in my mind and i, I would even go so far as to say tight end potentially is, is a position of need even though they've got some young talent there it's uh, it's unproven, and that, that's the theme of Arkansas right now. There's, there's a lot of unproven with this team that uh, you know, that gives me some hesitation because they're in the SEC West, obviously. I mean, one, one hole in your roster can be exploited because the schedule is just so daunting. Well, Mike, I know that uh, with uh, you know, we got a long way until the season actually gets going and everything, but – you mentioned Arkansas, and it's a wait-and-see thing. Do you see it as like a, a really high ceiling and a li- really low floor? Is it like that uncertain, or do you feel like there's a, a certain amount that this team can actually accomplish and that'll be their ceiling this year? 
Well, I mean, I think that uh, the main positive is the schedule. And that's crazy to say because Arkansas always has this incredibly daunting schedule, and it's not an easy schedule by any stretch, but it's, it's paramount that they start hot. Every game the first month of the season is winnable. Every game, I think, in the last month is winnable. But right there in the middle is just a gauntlet that may be the toughest four or five game stretch anybody in the country faces. Uh, so, the good, like you said, with, with so much uncertainty, schedule sets up well for this team to have success. But, hey, we're all positive in the offseason, right? All it takes is an upset here, an upset there, losing to Liberty. I mean, we, got, we can never have something like that happen again. But that's the way it plays out sometimes in the SEC, in these pressure-packed jobs, so much pressure. And once things start to slide just a little bit, it, it, you could go downhill in a hurry. I don't think that could happen. But we've already started to see some of the signs with the culture I, th- I thought was a little bit of an issue. Major retooling of a coaching staff, which I thought was one of the best in the SEC. But last season clearly didn't get the job done like they had been in years past. But there are signs that this could be trending in the wrong direction. But also, if they've knocked it out of the park again with these transfers, if they've made the right hires with these coordinators, and that they turned around the culture, which Sam Pittman has indicated, that Arkansas could be just as good as they were two years ago, in my opinion. Well, Mike, as always, we appreciate you joining us. I know you're going to be glued to the TV, breaking down every single play from every spring game in the SEC, especially this weekend, man. But uh, it is fun to talk spring football, and there's going to be a lot more coming up, I'm sure, throughout the rest of the offseason. But enjoy the weekend, man. We appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Go balls this weekend. How about that? (laughs)